Welcome to our pod, where we talk to top professionals and community leaders from around the world about fitness, business, and everything in between. Empower yourself by joining us as we learn how to run a successful fitness business from the best in the industry. Your host will be Alan, CEO and co-founder of Arbox, the leading wellness management system. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Arpod, the podcast of Arbox. This time we have a special guest. Dan will help us to help gym owners with their marketing efforts. So hello Dan, thanks for being us, with us here today. Thank you so much, Alan. Really appreciate you having me on. Great. So uh, we're going to have fun today. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, my friend. You know, like I said, a real pleasure to be on. And, you know, I'm just excited, you know, to be able to add, add value for gym owners, fitness businesses all across the globe. And, you know, really excited about what we're doing. So, you know, excited to get started. Great. So uh, why won't we start with you telling us about what you do and about yourself and your company and everything? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I think it might be best for me to go ahead and start off by just, you know, explaining a little bit about my background and, you know, where I came from and how I got involved in the fitness business. So, um, you know, initially, right, maybe a couple of years back, um, just to be completely transparent and honest, you know, I was facing health challenges, you know, like to be completely real, mm -hmm. you know, when I woke up in the morning, right. I mean, I just didn't like the way I looked, you know, I lacked confidence, right. I had no energy. And a lot of these yeah. things, you know, they really, they really compounded upon each other. Right. And, you know, I just remember one day, you know, I, I woke up and I was just staring at the ceiling and, you know, for me personally, you know, it was just one of those days where I, I just couldn't will myself to get up, you know, because I'd gotten so out of shape. So, you know, deteriorating my health over the years. And so, you know, it was really that time where I understood that I had to make a change. And, you know, I was asking around, I was like, you know, I need to, I need to help to do this. Right. And so I actually had the opportunity to get involved with a really amazing trainer. And, you know, really from that moment on, I started my health transformation and I'm not gonna lie, you know, <laughs> not gonna lie at all. You're right. It was not easy. It was not easy. But the thing was that, you know, for me, um, I really knew my why behind it, you know, and I wanted mm -hmm. to be able to inspire other individuals to really be able to pursue more energy, more confidence and living a better life. So, you know, Over the you know next couple of months I worked with an amazing trainer I, you know got my habits on track and from there you know was really able to I mean honestly transform myself and so I lost weight you know I gained muscle and you know from then on it really became my passion to help other individuals really be able to experience the same kind of transformation that I you know experienced and that's why the work that all the fitness business owners do is so valuable so important you know this isn't just about the body this is about the mind. You know, and so that was really key for me as well. And so, you know, during that time, you know, I had the opportunity to run actually a nonprofit organization here in the state of Michigan, because I'm here from the United States. And during this time, mm -hmm. you know, what was really amazing was that, you know, we ran about a million dollars worth of services. And, you know, as part of that role, um, you know, for me personally, I ran the marketing, you know, the operations, building partnerships, et cetera. And that's where I really honed my digital marketing expertise. And so, you know, I really wanted to combine my passion for, hey, I have a passion for fitness and I also have a passion for digital marketing, right? Being able to influence individuals to make better decisions. And so because of that, um, you know, it really became a passion of mine to be able to combine these two things. And that's when we started Deancia Marketing. And, you know, it was, um, 
like I said, it was something out of a passion, you know, for really being able to help other individuals transform the way I transformed. And so in terms of what we do now, you know, our main bread and butter and really the thing that, you know, we found a lot of success in is, you know, for us really being able to book new client appointments to gym owners calendars. You know, and this is really for fitness businesses all across the world. So this is for, you know, personal trainers. This is for studios, you know, yoga studios, et cetera, as well. So, you know, for us personally, you know, what we really base our, a lot of our marketing on is, you know, Facebook advertising, building sales funnels, and then also lead nurturing via text and email. And so we also do some work in the, you know, on websites in terms of copywriting, et cetera, as well. But, you know, that's really our bread and butter. And that's what we're so passionate about. Amazing. Okay, that's a that's a great background, and uh, I can relate for that. Uh, I can totally understand you. And uh, do you think that uh, you know this background helps you with uh, helping gym owners, like uh, because you came from the same pain? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, and I think a lot of gym owners can really relate to this as well. Is that you know. For many owners, it wasn't necessarily something that, you know, they came in it for you know, necessarily the money, et cetera, but it's really for the passion for changing individual lives while also creating more freedom for themselves and their families. And so, mm -hmm. you know, for me personally, um, just because I went to the same experience, you know, that's really why I do the work that I do. And so I think a lot of gym owners can relate in that sense as well. Um, and that's why I'm so passionate about working with them. <laughs> you know, it's really amazing, uh, you know, the work that we're able to do together. I get you totally. So yeah. uh, let's go and help them then. <laughs> what yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, absolutely. What, what, what would you say is the more, most important thing in marketing when it comes to, to fitness businesses? Like uh, what's the main thing that you, you would suggest them to do? Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's a very broad question. And, you know, when we talk about marketing. It's something where, you know, you really have to see it as an investment. Because when you think mm -hmm. about the long term, you know, there's really two, you know, parts of any business, right? You have marketing that's bringing in new clients, and then you have fulfilling for existing businesses, right? Or for fulfilling for existing clients. And so, you know, when you're looking at marketing, it's something that, you know, really has to be, you know, to be honest with you, nonstop, because what you have is attrition, right? Like no matter what, people are going to move, you know, people are going to leave the gym. So you always have to be, you know, kind of thinking about, hey, how can we bring in new clients, Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you're looking at marketing, again, it's going to be something that you're going to have to, you know, spend a lot of time on and invest in. Now, the thing is, is that, you know, many gym owners, you know, their skill is in fulfilling, right? They know how to run you know, training programs, how to run a gym, right? From the operations perspective. Now, on the marketing side of things, you know, it really has to be thought about like this, right? Digital marketing is the number one way to generate new business. Everyone's online now, right? Mm -hmm. And so where are people spending their most time is really the most important question you have to ask. And when you consider this, you know, the number one place that people are spending a lot of most time in, right? Especially when you think about the individuals that, you know, tend to go towards more personal training, right? Et cetera. You know, when you're looking at that, you know, 30 plus age range, mm -hmm. right? Is going to be on Facebook, so mm -hmm. many people spend so much time on Facebook. You know, I was reading a stat. I mean, I think Facebook has 1.5 billion active users daily, daily. And so mm -hmm. what we found really powerful is, you know, running paid advertising on Facebook. And so this allows you to get leads for very, very low cost. And now the thing that's really powerful about Facebook advertising here is that, you know, there's really two strategies. One strategy being, you know, running direct offers, 
right? And so providing mm-hmm. something of value to the target customer. And then, so what does that mean? So that looks like something like, you know, perhaps a free trial, right? A free personal training session, right? And now when individuals click on this ad, right, they're actually able to provide their contact information to take advantage of this offer. And so that's really, really powerful in the sense that now you own that traffic. You don't have to pay Facebook anymore to advertise them. And so from there, the number one ROI, return on investment, when you're looking at marketing, is going to be email marketing. And so this is going to be a place where you're able to nurture leads, right? Provide value, content-based value for these leads that you've had generated, as well as being able to contact them and obviously offer your services, see what kind of problems you can help them with, et cetera. So that's really the number one thing is really taking advantage of Facebook advertising, collecting lead contact information, and then being able to provide value and nurture those leads to be able to generate business down the line. Amazing. I got you. Uh, it's, it makes sense. And uh, I would say that, uh, yeah, Facebook is still uh, it's a very important uh, vital point of uh, marketing. And I couldn't agree more. Um, so that's the thing that, uh, you know, we expect them to do. And we think that's most important. What, what would be the, you know, the biggest mistakes that gym owners do when it comes to marketing? Absolutely. And, you know, that's a great question. Um, you know, and to be honest with you, a lot of gym owners may be familiar, right, with Facebook advertising, right, writing paid ads, et cetera. But, you know, the most important thing is that when you're structuring these advertisements, you want to be speaking to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to just slap the offer up, you know, on Facebook and just say, hey, we have an offer going on. That's very generic. That's very, you know, it doesn't entice anybody because, you know, this is very, very important. If you speak to everybody, you're really speaking to nobody. And that's really, really important mm-hmm. to understand because you want to speak to your ideal customer avatar, right? Sure. And so what does that mean is really speaking to the individuals that, you know, you're looking to market to. And so, for example, you know, for example, Jim, we work with, you know, we're helping them generate sales. You know, mm-hmm. they speak to women over 45. So any woman that's over five, 45 and sees their ad, you know, they're speaking directly to them, their pain points, right? Where they're looking to go. And so they're much more efficient in using their advertising dollars to generate business. So really, really important is really speaking to somebody when you're advertising. And really, again, you know, looking at their pain points, hey, you know, you, the most important part is really being able to have a hook, right? Where you're trying to say, hey, are you looking to lose, you know, 15, 20 pounds the next month? Individuals that have that, you know, that pain point, they're going to look at that and say, oh, yeah, of course, let's see what this is about. And that's where you have a chance to write in the copy, you know, the kind of pain points they have and how you can help them solve it. So I think that's probably the biggest mistake is that a lot of gym owners don't speak to somebody when they're running their advertising. And then the other thing is not nurturing leads. That's going to be the second biggest mistake I see. A lot of people, they'll, you know, they'll go ahead and, you know, for example, have a Facebook advertisement up. But the thing is, they, you know, they won't use funnels, right? Which pre-frames individuals. And really, you got to think about it like your hardest working salesman. So think, you know, click funnels, think, you know, go a high level, another platform, very useful for a lot of gym owners to take advantage of. So a lot of these, right, you know, they have to be able to nurture these leads appropriately. So in their minds, when they're thinking about coming to this gym, they're already sold on the idea of this gym being an amazing gym, you know, being able to help them accomplish their goals. What does that do for you, gym owners? That raises the value of what you're offering, which is really, really powerful because that means you can charge higher prices. And so because you're offering more value in the marketplace. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, these are kind of some of the things and some of the mistakes I see most often when I'm working with gym owners is really not being able to speak to an ideal customer avatar. And then number two, not nurturing leads using funnels and then email as well as text messages to nurture those leads into buying customers more in the long term, right? They may not be ready to buy now, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't constantly be top of mind in their email inbox, in their text messages, right? Offering value. So I guess the third thing that I could say is, you know, when you're looking at offering value, right? You're not just spamming them, hey, buy my stuff. <laughs> you know, that doesn't work very well, right? You know, what you want is to be able to offer, hey, you know, here's how I can help you lose, you know, essentially make your goals, right? Mm-hmm. Here's some weight loss tips, right? Here's some eating habits that you can establish, right? Just little things like that. Keep them top of mind where you're depositing so much value into their lives. They're like, why wouldn't I go to this gym? Look how much they've already helped me, you know? And that's really based on the idea of reciprocity. So that would be the third mistake I'd probably say is that, you know, a lot of gym owners, they're not nurturing their leads appropriately. And so they're losing out on long-term business. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I want to summarize your thing, so I would say that the things that you talk about is like not aiming a specific person or persona, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. And second thing would be uh, to not nurture them. And the third thing would be uh, not uh, like, I would say to create a relationship with them during the time. Is it true? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, that's that's super helpful and i think that uh, people uh, can relate to that like I, i'm managing some uh, gym owners just listening for that and say oh i'm just running uh, just uh, meaningless uh, advertising that's uh, that's that's amazing thank you dan um, so uh, we're in a special year uh, we're aware of that and uh, we see that <laughs> things changing this year so how did the covid affect uh, uh, your uh, your activity and what you do with uh, gym owners that is a great question. And you know, gym owners, COVID's definitely had to make us adapt, right? We've definitely had to adapt given the circumstances. And so, you know, the first thing is that during that time, right, there was a big shift to online training, you know, mm-hmm. and how can, you know, we, right, provide value to these clients that are looking for fitness help still during these times, right? People still have these same issues, right? With their weight, with how they look, with their confidence, with their energy, they still have these issues. Mm -hmm. So the question is, how can we still provide value to these individuals that are really looking to make a change? So, you know, throughout the time and while COVID was happening, right? There was a big shift to online. And what does that mean? That means that, you know, essentially some of the methods have still not really changed, right? So in terms of offering, you know, perhaps an offer for individuals to go uh, and do online training as opposed to doing in-person training, right? Perhaps doing mm-hmm. that. Um, but something that we found really, really valuable, uh, at least in the Facebook space, right? We talk about Facebook advertising, generating business off of Facebook, excuse me, has really been, uh, you know, driving individuals to groups. And so mm-hmm. what's really powerful about using groups is that, you know, you're not only, um, you know, maybe providing or running an ad for an offer, but what you're doing is you're also driving individuals to a group where it's essentially, you have to think about it this way, is you're essentially capturing that lead. And so now you can show up in their Facebook feed whenever you post in that group, essentially mm-hmm. whenever you want, right? So you're messaging, right? You're valuing. 
is coming through to this group. And so that was really powerful because what happened is that, you know, and maybe individuals may, right, they lost their jobs, right? They don't have as high as incomes. But the shift that we made was, hey, how can we, you know, essentially capture leads through Facebook advertising to put them into a group, right? And the way we do that would really be, hey, you know, how can we add value to them? So they say, hey, you know, people, you know, women over 45 looking to lose weight. And so, you know, join this group. We have tons of free value. We give you weight loss tips, etc. People are like, oh, awesome. You know, it's a free group. Amazing, you know? So they'll go to the group. And what happens is that, boom, they're getting value through this group. We post weight loss tips. We're helping them out. And what happens is that, again, in their mind, you're building value for them. And so what's really, you know, what happens over time is that, you know, maybe when they do get their job back, when their income does go up, they have you top of mind. And they also like, you know, I'm ready to get started. You know, and so you post, you know, maybe an offer every couple months, et cetera, in that group. And people will take you up on it because they've already seen the value you're offering to them already on their journeys. They're just looking to take that next step and really being able to move quicker, faster, easier, right, right. to their end goal. So that was really the big shift that we made is, you know, number one, uh, you know, more so to online training. So again, the strategy didn't say, you know, change in terms of, you know, providing an offer on Facebook, et cetera. But the mm-hmm. second change we made was that, hey, for those individuals that don't have maybe necessarily the incomes, we actually moved individuals to groups. And so what happened there is that you can generate, again, a more long-term business and still being able to provide value to your target clients. Yeah, so we are back again to nurturing and uh, long-term, long-time relationships. Am I right? <laughs> That's right. That's what it's all about is giving, serving, and benefiting other individuals. Because again, this is all based on the concept of reciprocity, which is really, really powerful. Yeah, that makes sense. So actually in this podcast, mostly I host uh, gym owners, gym managers, uh, and the thing that I love to ask them, and uh, I would like to ask you too, is uh, like some of their their failures, like uh, the things that they did wrong in their businesses. Uh, so you have something to, to share with us? Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I think the number one thing that I really struggled with initially was really that concept of providing value first, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And I, I'm just going to be open and speak from the heart here. But initially when I started my business, it was really more so of a, you know, more of a selfish type of mentality. And the reason I say that is because, you know, I was thinking, oh, how can I make sales for me? You know, how can I benefit myself, et cetera, right? But the thing sure. is- is that that's not effective at all. And anybody that's operating that that scarcity mentality, that selfish mentality understands that. So the biggest lesson that I learned, you know, through that process, which, you know, really, to be completely honest, I mean, it doubled my income, right? It raised me up a lot higher is that, you know, for me personally, I spent a lot more time saying, hey, how can I help other individuals? You know, mm-hmm. maybe if they're not, you know, we hop on a strategy session, et cetera, maybe if it's not even my services, how can I point them to resources? At the end of the day, it's like, how can I operate in a spirit of giving and serving other individuals in a way that really impacts them, you know, and helps them reach their goals? And when I started operating from that mentality of more of a service-oriented mindset as opposed to a taking mindset, it transformed, I mean, honestly, like I said, not only my income, but it also transformed, you know, for me personally, my sense of fulfillment. So that was probably going to be, you know, for me personally, probably one of the biggest failures I had initially um, that I really learned from. And, you know, I think everyone that's, you know, been successful, you know, gym owners, et cetera, 
knows that, you know, failure is a necessary stepping stone to success. So the mindset to have around failure is if you fail, it's like amazing. Like, you know, I'm going to learn so much from this failure, right? And that is what keeps a lot of people from succeeding actually, is that they're afraid of failure. They think, oh no, I have to avoid failure in order to be successful. But the mentality really is you want to actually double your rate of failure because the faster you fail and the more times that you're able to learn and you're able to grow and you're able to generate more business long-term because you took these lessons and you're able to implement them long-term to gaining more clients. That's uh, that's that's amazing. Thank you, Dan. It's, uh, you're, you're opening your failures and it's not trivial and thank you for that. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's good to understand that you can learn from your failures and uh, go out, go go forward uh, so actually i was wondering lately like, we talked a lot about facebook and uh, i know that there are some other platforms that uh, now rise uh, do you use them like uh, do you suggest some of them uh, what would you what do you say about it absolutely are you talking about just you know platforms in general yeah, I would say like, uh, you know, we hear about a lot about uh, TikTok and Instagram and uh, different places. Like, uh, uh, would you suggest to use other platforms? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the way that I see it, you know, is that the more you can have an omni-channel presence, right, the mm-hmm. better in that sense. Now, the thing is, is that you really want to focus on getting really good at one thing at a time, you know, because if you're spreading, you know, your marketing dollars across, you know, like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, right? You have all these different Snapchat, you know, if you spread them mm-hmm. across all these different platforms, what you're going to have is not a very concentrated effort in getting really good at advertising on one of them. Mm, so, you. you know, the biggest thing is really focusing on one at a time on getting and building that following there. So, you know, for example, you know, TikTok is really, especially in the United States, it's exploding right now. Right. So you're seeing a lot of growth in terms of the user base there. Now, the thing is, is that you haven't, if you haven't dialed in a way, right, to obtain clients on one platform, it's going to be tough for you to take any, you know, learnings and be able to apply them in another platform. So my recommendation to a lot of gem owners would be, hey, you know, focus on Facebook. And the thing is that you can also uh, post ads to Instagram from Facebook as well. So, because, yeah. you know, they're the same company. So, uh, really focusing on Facebook and then, you know, Instagram kind of being a part of that as well, you know, because Facebook and Instagram kind of, uh, you know, the similar platforms, right? Just kind of different forms. Um, really mm-hmm. focusing your energy there before trying to hop on, you know, the newest trend, et cetera, because, you know, what you want to do is really predict and really generate a predictable way to generate new clients. And once you have that dialed in, you can move it to different platforms once you have that dialed in. But spreading yourself too thin, I think can, you know, certainly uh, spend, you know, cost you a lot of time, you know, Um, because a lot of people, you know, this is the thing is that they don't have a strategy. They're kind of jumping, you know, oh, chatbots are cool. Oh, okay. Um, I heard that somebody told me TikTok is, you know, blowing up. So I got to do that. And you're jumping around to the different things. It's almost (laughs) like throwing darts at a dartboard, right? Yeah. And so what you want to do is really have a dialed in strategy. Hey, how can I move a customer from a cold lead to a raving fan? Right. And then yeah. it, with the hopes that at the end, right, when they become a raving fan, you're actually able to, you know, not only generate this into from, you know, one customer, but you can make that one customer into 10 customers, right? By offering incentives for referrals, et cetera. So that's really the long term play to think about it is really focusing your efforts. 
that uh, that's that makes sense and uh, i think that uh, it's generally on life that's something that you should always do like focus on the things get very very good at them and then go on to the next thing and uh, take care of people around you that can help you with that i think that's uh, the best thing to do um so yeah please yeah, yeah okay no, um, agreed. i certainly agree with you <laughs> great so um Actually, we're getting close to, to the finish of our very valuable podcast. And uh, things that you said, it's, uh, I think it's going to help a lot of people. Uh, and I would like to finish that podcast with a message. A message from you to the fitness community, the people, to the, uh, the genius, to the uh, private uh, personal trainers that uh, wants to do to succeed. What would be your message to them? Man, that is a great question. You know, <laughs> if I can think of one message that I can provide to the fitness community, it would be this. Never forget why you started. Never forget the feeling that you had when you first decided, hey, I'm going to open a fitness business. I'm going to transform lives. I'm going to make an impact on the world that's going to be monumental. <laughs> right? That's yeah. what's really important is because, you know, it's really going to be about the attitude. You know, failures are going to come, right? It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, right? So the question is, is that how can we progress through those failures? And that's going to be remembering your why. Remembering why you started, what's important to you, and what you're really looking to do long term. And so that would be my number one message, you know, to my, the fitness community here and you know, if you're interested in, you know, more tips about digital marketing, how you can grow your fitness business, feel free to go ahead and give me an ad on Facebook. My name is Dan Iancio and then I-A-N-C-I-O. And I post tons of free, valuable content on there, just trying to help you guys help more people live healthier lives. And that'd be my message to the fitness community. Thank you very much, Dan. That's a, that's a great message. Um, so Thank you very much for being with us here today. And I hope that uh, this uh, podcast will help a lot of people and we talk a lot about value. And I think that's, uh, that's a big value for them. Uh, so thank you very much and uh, keep doing a good job. I sincerely appreciate it, Alan. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to another episode of RPOD. This podcast is brought to you by Rbox the leading wellness management system for fitness businesses.